Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley, and this is the Buffy podcast that has officially made it through four full seasons of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Oh, it does feel that way, doesn't it? We did it, Michaela! <laughs> uh, we made it to the end of season four! Oh, really? This is going to be a good <laughs> retrospective episode. I'm really looking forward to talking about all the things that happened as we definitely reach the end of this season. You're going all in on this, huh? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good-ish season. I don't know. I've got some complex feelings about it. Great. Well, I mean, we can save that for the end of the episode, I would say. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> we can do it now if you want. Obviously, we're going to have to no. do it at some point. No, it's fine. Season four's done. We got three more seasons left. I'm really excited about it. So this, as you might have guessed, or maybe you haven't, who's to say, is Prime Evil, season four, episode 21, original air date, May 16th, 2000. 21 of 21, you know? 10 for 10, hundo P, we are done the season. I know you know there are 22 episodes. There are what? <laughs> He's a what? 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 He was what? There are what? He's a music man. <laughs> this is all garbage. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> Do you know that I knew? Anyway, I did know, but yeah. yes. Uh, I mean, this is, an, an, uh, this is an episode and a half, ain't it? Seems that way. So, <laughs> we got some Rifi betrayal to start the episode off, and Buffy, you know, we got the previously on, and Buffy's like, oh, fine, I'm still mad at all my friends, I'll go find someone I can count on, and you're like, joke's on you, Buffy. Oh, row. Just like classic Buffy, you've been betrayed by another man. I mean, <sighs> betrayed is strong. He's just not in his blowed up school hidey hole. He could be anywhere. Right. He's definitely not with Adam. Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be so crazy. On the plus side, this is all tracking so far to look like Rifi isn't in season five. So, you know, upsides. Yeah, that's currently looking that way. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Adam and Riley are having some bro hangs. Okay. So so what the actual hell, Michaela? What's that? Rifi <laughs> has... A behavior chip in his heart to control him. His central nervous and system? That's not uh, even what so like, thoracic... They, <laughs> they name drop this thing at one point. Yeah. They call it the uh, Physiological and Linguistic Obstructive Technology Device. But, you know, that's a bit too long. So they, they shorten it up to the acronym. So it's a PLOT device, or a plot device for short. You're uh, a genius. You're a genius. Oh my god. I am dragging this podcast down. That's <laughs> like, no, guys, what is this chip? Okay, I understand. Sure, Rifi went in for like, you know, knocked out surgery at some point. Because why not? Give him some general anesthetic and have him wake up and he'll be like, oh, is there a pain in my chest? Whatever. Probably fine. Sure. Okay. You've never brought this up before. It's only for this episode. And, like, of course it's only for this episode and you've never brought it up before because it's remotely activated behavior control chip and you're like, what? What's happening? My only defense of this, my only defense, is that multiple times in this season we have been told that Riley is somehow special or important. Mm -hmm. From the way that Mags tr treats Riley, uh, from the... And the government yeah, the, folks, yeah. The government folks, and the way that Adam interacts with him uh, mm -hmm. in that stupid Goodbye Oa episode. <laughs> oh boy. This feels a lot like Goodbye Oa Part 2. Yeah. In a lot of ways. That's a good call, actually. Yeah, so... Honestly, because... <laughs> goodbye... Yeah, goodbye to... Uh, anyway, sure, go for it. So, right. Does it make any sense that Riley had this thing in his chest that he has no idea about? Because, I mean, would he have some sort of scar, maybe? Or healing process <laughs> I... of any kind? Maybe he was just down for a few months when he first joined the Inquisition, right? Who knows? <laughs> okay, so yeah, this thing allows Adam to remotely control Rifi entirely in a completely infallible manner, probably because it's wired into his nervous system. And at one point, Rifi says, like, you know, I don't really want to lecture right now to Adam. And I'm like, listen, buddy, I'm right there with you, but this is what we've got to deal with. So y'all just shut the fuck up. Listen, Adam has to lecture to Riley because Riley isn't woke enough. And he needs He's to get woke more enough. woke. And this is the only Adam's way. Adam's entire plan <laughs> seems to be woking people. Like that. 
He wants to take humans and demons and smoosh them together because then you get the best of both. But that is you his smush. quote unquote plan. <laughs> and as we'll see with Forrest, like that makes them woke. Forrest is so much more woke That's in this true. episode than he ever was before. It must be a thing about biomechanical <laughs> demonoids or whatever Adam is and Forrest right, becomes. Right, Because at one point, Forrest literally says, Adam make me, made me just as woke as he is. Am I misremembering that? <laughs> You're maybe paraphrasing slightly. No, I think it was but exactly... But it's surprisingly close. It was exactly that. Exactly. Okay, so Spike's here, and he's like, all right, did, did the thing with the people, and they're all arguing, and get this chip out of my head. Adam points out that, by Spike's own admission, I mean, the Scoobies will be back together, because this shit happens, like, on the weekly, right? Them, like, fighting and never getting back together, and then them getting back together. When one, there are so. two prongs to this plan. Prong one is give Willow a bunch of things to hack. And then she will mm-hmm. tell Buffy what she learned from her hacking. Prong two <laughs> is simultaneously make Willow and Buffy not want to talk to each other. And at this point, when we realize that Spike is not as smart as he seemed, I'm actually mm-hmm. pretty okay with it because it seems a lot more in the realm of Spike to me. And I mean, but badass decay, so, like what? He's so personality smart still. It's just, like, plan smart. He blames Adam at one point for being like, listen, you were the one who let me come up with this plan. This is on you. He's right. I'm 100% on Spike's side. Yeah. No, he's got such low intelligence. It's just, like, emotional intelligence Mm. off the charts. Yeah, he's wise as fuck. Spike basically says, like, almost word for word, the uh, line from Monty Python. Yeah. Let's not bicker and argue about (laughs) who who killed killed who. (laughs) Okay, let's not quibble about who failed who. It's so close to that, and I love it. Oh, so good. Uh, but yeah, he fucked up. He's a fuck up. It's fine. Adam's not that mad at him yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. Well, we'll see some of this fallout in the Scoobies. You know, Willow's left her laptop over at Giles's place. Awkward. And Giles, last time we saw him, was... Uh, Drunk. <laughs> maybe a little tipsy? Yeah, eh, maybe. Um, so he opens the door. <laughs> he makes... Some reference to being a runner at some point in this scene, which I really like. Like, you know, he's going to go for a jog right later after. On. Like, like, he feels great, right? Yeah. No, you did. You did do that once. You did. Uh, I remember him being a jogger that one time. Continuity. Anyway, uh, I'd like to direct your attention <laughs> to the Dropbox. I've titled this image uh, ladies. Ladies. Oh, all caps. Ladies. I see how it is. Yeah. Uh, that robe. He's only wearing a robe. Oh, boy. And I'm just like, ladies. Oh, boy. This is the same time then as cat and bag. Oh, yes, cat and bag. So we've gone at this from opposite sides. You've gone for ladies, and I've gone for <laughs> this cat An shirt. An actual picture of the ladies. That Willow is wearing, and this absurd bag that Tara has. Oh, man. That is not how you traditionally wear a messenger bag, Tara. It's... Or is it a purse? I don't know what it is, but it's... So let's call it a purse, and let's call it a side bag. Is it at mm-hmm. her side? Sort of. But it's like her upper front side, which is yeah, no bueno. It... It's hanging just below the boob sort of thing. It's basically like you have a bunch of of give you can put on a purse and she's using none (laughs) of it. This is the smallest strap she could possibly have on this purse. Mm -hmm. Correct. Very accurate. She's also got a couple necklaces, as does Willow. Man, it's the time of multiple necklaces. Yeah, this cat shirt is just spectacular. (laughs) I didn't mind the cat shirt. It's great. I thought it was like surprisingly reasonable for a Buffy the Vampire Slayer outfit it's such a muted pink it looks so much better than bright red right yeah exactly or that orange that everyone's been fucking wearing this season (laughs) yeah i mean it's still in the same general family but much better so they have some maddox hangs as willow retrieves her laptop and then just leaves because she doesn't want to be around giles right now because they're all having a fight don't you love how tara called him mr giles Mm, it's so cute It is good. I love it. Because he's yeah. an adult and she doesn't know him very well. So, yeah. Mr. Giles. Then we get to see what Buffy's up to. And I think this is like directly into my next picture, which is a uh, picture watch. Oh, oh, damn. This is a throwback picture for Picture watch sure. 2018. Woo! It's that one from her basement that always shows up and says that things will be all right between the Scoobies when they're having a fight. That's and true. And you're like, wait, how, who took this picture? Because it's all three of you. Did Giles take it? That's crazy. But it's the same goddamn picture. And wait, the plot thickens. We are not done thickening the plot yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> and this is like pretty reasonable, but this picture is something that Buffy picks up off of Willow's bedside table. Okay. Instead of her own. And you're like, okay, sure. But does Buffy ever intentionally put this picture places? Or is this like a powers that be bullshit thing that she just finds it in the weirdest mm. of places that, that like her eyes just happen to be drawn to when she's feeling sad? This is a and good she sees point. the same picture. Because, right, the the picture was originally in her basement of the, the basement <laughs> of the Summer's house. And this yeah. is clearly Willow's copy of this picture which is a thing that can happen yeah like that sure yeah sure willow can reasonably have a copy of this picture yeah absolutely but it's just like a powers that be thing that buffy always happens upon it when she's feeling like their gang is falling apart oh boy it does it is a little too convenient isn't it (laughs) yeah and i mean do you want to be calling back to dead man's party is that really what it's from that's terrible yeah yeah because she finds that and then, like, the dead cat right there in the basement. Right, the dead cat. Oh, and it's the same kind mm-hmm. of thing where they're having friend trubs. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly the same situation. Yeah. This is the picture that <laughs> always shows up. Oh, my God. Okay, so I also have a picture for this scene. Oh, good. But my picture's okay. called Will It Fit? Because oh. Buffy is arming herself. <laughs> okay, so the clear answer to Will It Fit, the it in this case, being a giant two-handed battle axe, <laughs> and the fitting inside being a, you know, fairly large, but not mm. that large tote bag. It's... The answer is no. <laughs> it will not fit. So, uh, Buffy is arming herself to go and look for Adam. And basically what happens is, she looks at this axe, and she has the bag. And then that's the end of this scene. The next time we see her, she is in the cave where Adam's hideout was. And... Uh-huh. She has the axe in her hands and the tote bag on her shoulder. So at no okay. point is the axe in the tote bag. Okay, so several things. First off, you can call it a batorium. We all know that's what it was. <laughs> and that's what it continues to be. Uh, it's Adam's batorium uh, that she's wandering around. Secondly, you've brought us into our first segment, Everyday Carry. So, are you are you telling me that you have a segment about will it fit? Yeah, good, absolutely good. Because she walked to the batorium <laughs> with a giant axe held in her hands and an incongruent tote bag that is filled with question mark. Like we have no idea why does she have this tote bag? My, it's crazy. My assumption is that we mm-hmm. were meant to think she carried the axe in the tote bag to the cave. It does not fit. No, it does not. But because it looks so silly in the bag, they could never show that. So we're just supposed to have assumed that she used that bag to transport that axe. So this segment is more generally about what sorts of things do our heroes, you know, carry around with them day to day. Because Buffy, I'm going to assume that she always has a stake somewhere on her person at this point. You'd think so. I would hope so, certainly. And like, if she's got that tote bag surely there's at least one stake in there, right? But she's not staking Adam. She knows that that is not going to work out for her. Adam has his own posse of vampires. Every fucking villain has their own posse of vampires. She's got to have some sort of stake in there. She does know the vampires are working with him because of that whole church faith thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Willow, I'm going to say that she probably has a few crystals on her at all times. (laughs) And probably like a component pouch level of just magical knickknacks diamond dust sort of all the thing yeah yeah exactly some jade (laughs) yeah Yeah. got all that stuff and i can't see giles going anywhere without at least like a small book right even a book to take notes in oh yeah he's always got at least one book yeah so that's on his uh everyday carry and then xander man xander's great you know he's just he's always good for a laugh maybe he has a rubber chicken for jokes we need to talk about Xander. Do we? I'm not sure, like, now or later in the episode, but just, like, what they're doing with his character, the missed opportunity that continues to be his character, even post-Zeppo. The, just, like, the weirdness of it and how he's supposed to fit into these plans. Because I guess we've 
sort of skipped over a thing where Xander is being lazy and depressed and, you know, Anya comes in and has a nice touching moment with him. And I, I don't mean a moment with a lot of touching. <laughs> this is the... I mean a... <laughs> yes, you mean... Emotional moment. Yeah. Uh, this is my pink continues picture. Oh, good lord. They're really fucking packed together here, No, I didn't... It just was a whirlwind. Oh, good lord. Yeah. She was rocking, I... like, a full-on pink outfit maybe a few episodes ago. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And she's back to that, and it's like a floor-length pink skirt. It's everything yeah, that you want, is. you know? But yeah, she and Xander have this, like, nice touching moment where they're trying to figure out what Xander's about and that it's okay for him to be useless, question mark. And, like, a lot of the rest of the episode, as Xander's character usually does, he's talking about, like, how useless he is and how the rest of the gang doesn't think he's useful. And then he's still never useful. They come up with a plan at some point and they're like, okay, Willow's going to do magic. Giles is going to read Sumerian because he can do that. Buffy's going to punch things. All right, let's do it. And this is Xander saying it. And you're like, no, Xander, you left yourself out. What are you going to do? Maybe the ritual requires three people. Doubtful. So he's like a stand-in. He's just any Tara old person. would be a much yeah. better stand-in than him in that case. Better. And in fact, why is Tara not part of this? It's unreasonable that Xander is there instead of Tara. It's crazy and like this is just xander's life now he goes along for a larf and you're like but you guys still don't know what what you're doing with this character and you've had him for at least three and a half seasons you could make the same comments about giles really though (laughs) what is giles doing and i guess next episode we'll actually talk more about that just like what have they been doing this entire season how did they write down a season's arc and not come up with something for these characters to do while still having them in the credits. Because this season is very much about Buffy and Willow and, and no I one don't else. I care about Buffy that much. No. I mean... She's not, she's not a sympathetic character. No. Basically ever. We have to have Buffy because she's the chosen one and she is going to yes. punch the things. But it's... <sighs> Like, the thing, this season feels very strange overall, and they've really lost that Scooby dynamic that they had, or that they'd really found by the third season, because they don't know how to fit these people together anymore. It's crazy pants. Yes. Absolutely crazy pants. Okay, so that's pink and just pink forever. Oh, pink (laughs) continues. There we go. (laughs) Pink forever is a better name. (laughs) So Buffy's wandering through the caves of the Batorium. She's just always missing Adam by, like, that little bit, right? Because <laughs> now he's got himself some fancy underground digs. He knows about all the cool hidden places in the uh, Inquisition and all the weird rock tunnels that apparently lead directly to them. Doesn't this make you feel a little bit better about him getting out of the Inquisition with no <laughs> one seeing him? I mean, yeah. The <laughs> fact that there are, like, literal doors to a cave network nearby. Right? Like, you feel a lot better now. (laughs) Not in the case of Goodbye Iowa when he slithers away through a vent in the ceiling. Right, but apart from that... There's no, like, secret door uh, there. That we know of. He's also very (laughs) stealthy, so who knows, right? For an eight-foot-tall guy. (laughs) Oh, man. His new lair is so spooky. Mags is a zombie. Ah, She's here. Dr. Scientist. Mr. Scientist. Dr. Scientist. He's also... Dr. Scientist. Sorry, he didn't go through four years of medical school to be called... (laughs) Mr. Scientist. There you go. <laughs> He's also a zombie. Yeah. Forrest is a biomechanical demonoid. There you go. So he's like, he's pretty sentient. Even though he's like, I'm going to say 90% demon now. It's high. Like, you don't keep very many people parts. He kept the front of his face. Yeah. <laughs> and not the jaw. No. But like, also the brain, I guess, which is good for him. You'd probably want the human brain and like, most of the, like, you want demon skin because it's probably more durable than human skin. Right. But then they get to the face and they just take that whole thing off, right? Does, right. They take the they take face. It off. They take it off. <laughs> I see. I see what we've done. Yeah. They should have taken his face off. You're right. They did take his face off. No. Not all of it. Uh, it's... I, I would say that they took his face and brain out of his old body and chucked him into this new demon body. 
by the like structure of his head that's true that seems to be what's happening yeah you're right because it's mostly demon head and then they just chucked the face in there did he get to keep one of his human arms maybe but they could sew that shit back on (laughs) that's true i mean there's a lot of sewing happening it looks a lot more like stapling if we're being honest though uh yeah they ain't got time for no sewing does he have a brain or is it a computer oh good question so they've just taken his face (laughs) and put it on this right off yeah computer (laughs) yep yes they did (laughs) so yeah rifi's gonna have like unspecified bad things happen to him at some unspecified point which drama honestly i felt pretty bad for mark blucas this whole episode because most of what he does is sit around and make it look like he's trying to do things i mean they damped him up real good they spritzed him between every take they were spraying his face down and that just it continues the rivalry between him and angel for who can be sweatier you know it does uh Okay, I don't actually have yelling notes for this, but, like, Willow's doing a lot of hacking talk, and it's making me (laughs) real uncomfortable. So she says something. I don't know exactly what. They're not using an asymmetric key. They're using a hexagraphic key. It hurts me. I paused paused the episode and asked my own computerman Mm -hmm. if what she just said made any sense and he's like half maybe like the, yeah. the first half made sense right yeah 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 <laughs> the first half made uh, some sense right and then the second half was like bonkers and then you see the screen <laughs> and it's still got the text scrolling past vertically and horizontally but now there's also a terminal interface that you can use on top of that and i'm like that's just hard to read that's bad ergonomics Oh, goodness. But we don't have to worry about this too much because, oh, look, it's self-decrypted. Like, if you want to spell out trap, (laughs) you you really can't do better than a self-decrypting piece of convenient information. Right. And, I mean, they put two and two together, especially after Spike says some dumb things that I'm not sure whether or not he meant to say. Right. This brings up Teeks' review from last episode when he was like, Spike realizes that he needs the Scooby gang together. Untrue, Teeks. Untrue. Like, entirely untrue. Like, Spike he fucked up, right? fucks up, yeah. Because yeah. bottom line, Adam doesn't want Buffy to have her friends. Right. Like, odds are she's probably going to find her way to this whole mess, whether or not she has them. Mm-hmm. You would assume anyways. So yeah, them getting back together is no bueno. There is no way Spike did that on purpose. No. But he did fuck up, and that's great, no doubt. Mags at one point tells Ryfi to be a good boy, while Forrest gets in on some monologuing, and I'm like, yep, that's how biomechanical demonoids do. Mags and doctor scientists are so covered in, like, makeup and prosthetics. Well, I felt so bad for Mags, Right? Man. It hardly She's looks like She's just gotta, her. like, shuffle around in that thing. There's something in her back that's, like, yeah. pushing the lab coat out. No, it's no good. No good at all the intention of it is that because these are characters that you knew it's supposed to be very horrific <laughs> i don't know dr scientist's name <laughs> it doesn't matter you... i never knew it he was introduced like one episode before he died and he was barely named and now he and megs will be together but separate forever, <gasps> forever. isn't it so sad and beautiful <laughs> it's poetic as fuck <laughs> Right, but to a point, I think it being people we have at least seen before makes it spookier, right, than it just oh, being yeah. random zombies. Oh, hell yeah, 100%. It just sucks when you're a person who used to have a lot of lines, <laughs> and now you just have to sort of, like, shuffle around with all your stupid <laughs> Awkwardly, tubes <yeah>. and shit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's not good for either of them. I do feel worse for Mags, because Dr. Scientist barely had a part at all. He was basically like... I can deliver this huge (laughs) fuck ton of exposition all in one go. And he still, like, his face looks a lot more like his actual face. Mm -hmm. I think they put less makeup on his face because Megs does not look at all like her. I love the operational security involved in this. Like, sure, the Inquisition are a bunch of dumb fucks and... And, and Adam knows, like, all of the things behind it. But to get these bodies out of the Inquisition right? morgue consistently, you're like, what are you doing? How did that happen? Oh, my God. And 
he killed them a while ago. Yeah. It's not like he killed them yesterday. <laughs> no, Mags is like a couple months dead, I think. I, don't, I think it's probably more on the scale of weeks, but yeah. she's still... Like, were they ever going to bury her or, or you know, were they just going to But, like, keep orders course? just showed up that said she's been transferred uh, to another morgue oh and they were God. like, oh, okay, sounds good. It is really problematic that he has their bodies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Earring Watch 2018. This is, I called this picture fierce, so. Ooh, okay. I, yeah, I was hoping you might have got a picture of this. Oh, God, yes. Look at his hair, too. It's so good. So fierce. He looks so punk rock. I know. This is Giles, For in case. being a 45-year-old man, shit. At this point, I think he's closer to 50. Yeah. I don't know sure. anymore. Yeah. Anyway, he's looking great, and for some reason, he's got his earring back on as Buffy's trying to get the whole crew back together, and you're like, oh, all right. Did, did you just want to feel better about yourself? What's going on here? I'm certain this is a different earring than his previous music oh, playing yeah. earring. This is 100% a different earring. This one's a lot more intense. Well, it's thinner, I think, than the last one, and a bigger loop, I would maybe say. Maybe it's, a, it's a bigger loop. That's maybe what I mean by intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, they figure out Adam's, like, plan in big air quotes, because that's still a pretty strong word for what's going on. He wants to get humans and demons to kill each other. <laughs> So he can get more biomechanical demonoids. And you're like, okay, that's a precursor to a plan. His plan is is world domination, I assume. I guess. By just getting more and more demons and humans to kill each other, there are so many better ways to do this. Well, he's very strong and nigh unkillable. Mm -hmm. So he wants to make more versions of himself. And that is reasonable. What will he do after that? Mm, I don't know. (sighs) Xander says, like, oh, man, does anyone miss the mayor? And I'm like, yes, I miss the mayor 100%. He was great. He had so much charisma. He had a clear plan. He was going to do crazy shit. And then he was going to rule Sunnydale as a demon god. Right? And they're like, oh, haha, he just wanted to turn into a snake. And you're like, no, he had a clear plan. He had a Mm -hmm. path to get there. He'd been planning it for a long time. And honestly, his plan actually worked. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, the mayor was so much scarier than Adam has ever been. (laughs) And so for Xander to be like, oh, yeah, that shitty villain that we had last season, you're like, no, guys, no, 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 (laughs) no. Don't draw... Any comparisons between any current villains and (laughs) the good ones that you've had in the past. (laughs) Right? Bring back Evil Angel. Yes. At least that guy's fun. He's so fun. Adam Uh, is 100% not fun. It would fuck up his spinoff, though. Hey, now. Hey, now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. This spinoff would just continue with Evil Angel. Don't you love that this is, like, supposed to be, you know, this apocalyptic thing that's happening (laughs) and they don't even call Angel? He was here to say sorry to Buffy, but he can't possibly be around to, I don't know, help them defeat this guy who wants to murder a bunch of people and sew them together. He also had, like, that vague information earlier in the season, I think. I forget even what oh, that was about, but he wanted one. to warn them. Right. Oh, Buffy's my God, in- the Schumash! Oh, no! <laughs> she was in more danger from the Schumash than from Adam. That's true. No visions about this guy. <laughs> Everything's A-okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, it's so yeah, dumb. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the team's going to plan. They're going to do some variant on, like, hold person on Adam. I thought, but apparently not anyway. That's what they say here. It's a damn <laughs> yeah. lie. It is very much a lie. So Giles, he can speak Sumerian. Willow's a practiced witch. Buffy can punch things. Xander's good for a life. Let's go <laughs> fucking do it. He'll mock Adam to death. They use some information they got from Superstar, which is neat. At one point in here, they've talked about, like, how they know what Adam's power source is. Yeah. And in this universe, it seems to be that Ryfi told them, which I guess he still learned from Jonathan, though. Yeah, he did learn it from Jonathan. Yeah. Which actually is is kind of problematic. But the military still knew that. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Wouldn't they all forget it? Because people generally forgot the events of Superstar. I guess It was hazy. So maybe... <laughs> Like, after they had come out of the alternative universe or whatever, mm-hmm. they, uh, Riley, if he told them soon enough, like, while he still remembered, then yeah. it's sort of, then they know it 
in this universe. Yeah, I think that's generally how it works. And, like, the military had some plans about There Adam, were schematics, but again, yeah. were those real? Mm. I guess the only, <laughs> the only thing that wasn't real was anything related to Jonathan. Yeah. And that's not technically related to Jonathan. Why didn't Adam wipe out all these copies of information about himself? It's not so easy to just get around the Inquisition <laughs> tape. Come on. <laughs> They're pretty sharp customers. <laughs> anyway, so we get the gang like rappelling down the elevator shaft and just talking so much while they do it. They're and it's so all like loud. making up stuff. Oh my sure. god. I'm a little sad that you didn't say repelevator, but that's okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, something to say how their behavior has been repellent uh, recently, but... Yeah. Also good. This is a very Buffy Willow season, it's true. Because yeah. this, yeah, this conversation is like the culmination of them being okay again. Their come-to-Jesus talk does not include Giles and Xander. No, no, they're nowhere to be seen until the talk is done and then they get to be in the hug great uh oh my god xander gets to be in the hug which is a mistake because then he's like giles get down here you don't want to miss out on this action and you're like no no you made it weird and gross yeah he did make it weird and gross it was so nice but xander and now it's weird and gross to be a better character than this he was terrible then he was good now he's back to terrible so i mean the only way to go is up right yes again the only way to go is up but then we've learned that it's a roller coaster and you can come crashing down at any moment oh for sure but hey we're on the upswing major shocker they are all captured by the inquisition immediately (gasps) after opening the elevator doors i think in between this spike pisses adam off enough that adam's just like all right, Forrest, you can kill him now. Spike grabs his lit cigarette and <laughs> fucking burns Forrest's eye. It's pretty great. Which is badass. Yeah. But it made me ask the question, times. is Spike the ultimate scamp? Yes. Yes, mm. what I was thinking. He scamps away. He sca- and he, he scamps always away. scamps away. Absolutely. He just runs because he can't. He knows he can't fight these guys. He's not stupid, so he's going to scamp away. And he does it great. I've literally got the word scamp written down. Ultimate scamp is what I called it, but... He is very much an ultimate scamp. (laughs) Pour one out for Ethan. Pour one out. Oh, man. And actually, I think... Let's do this now. Earlier this season, we saw Willie, and I did not tell Mm -hmm. you it was for the last time. (gasps) And I'm sorry. So we need to pour one out for Willie, too. Oh! Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no! 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 His last... His last time on screen was in Goodbye, Iowa? He had such good stuff to do, though. Such good stuff. But that was his last... It's sad. I know. I know. Pour one out. Pour one out. Man. (laughs) I really brought this down. Hmm. Okay. Um, (laughs) We can get back up, because the next scene is just, like, always titled Hostiles Are Loose, right? (laughs) All the hostiles are loose, absolutely. Yeah, so Adam shuts down all the containment things. The Inquisition has been overflowing with demons for a while now. That's Adam's plan, to let them out, and then they attack the humans, and then there's a bunch of body parts to make biomechanical demonoids. This is so cabin in the woods. Yes! Like, Joss just got a chance to do it again and better with cabin in the woods, which I did not clock until this moment. You're 100% this whole, like, right. This is exactly the end of Cabin in the Woods. Spoilers, everyone. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's so much better done in Cabin in the Woods because well. they had a movie budget <laughs> and not like a TV budget for the penultimate episode of a season. Uh, but yeah, it it's really neat to see that like that through line of Joss's work. And I, I was just glad to clock it this time. I just... What about this is so appealing to him? This, like, big scale, everyone fighting everyone, lots of carnage thing. I guess it's fun. And hey, there's lots of fire. Don't get me wrong. I was into the fire. No, I think what it is more is Joss has this very, like, uh, he's got, I wouldn't say an obsession, but an interest in the meeting of uh, technology and magic. Right. And you see that a lot through this season. He tried to capture a lot of that in Cabin in the Woods and did a great job. He did a great job of that with Firefly, actually. Mm -hmm. Because that is the whole thing going through Firefly is it's sci-fi, but it's also not just a Western, but also like, you know, River is a fucking witch. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay. I guess that's just a thing now. 
I'm trying to think of other Joss things where that might be true. But yeah, he he really does like that. And I, I can understand that he wanted to go back and say like, okay, season four of Buffy wasn't the best, but I like that idea. And I think expanded upon looking at this from the Inquisition's point of view would be an interesting movie. Yeah. So it's partially you're sub- subverting the idea of the horror movie, but then at the same time, you're mixing genres. And I think that yeah. is really what you're trying to say is he likes to mix genres. He loves to mix genres, and especially, like, technology versus magic. Yeah. I think he gets a, a real kick out of that, and I do too. It's great. Because in a way, there's sort of, like, a primal aspect to it versus this technological mm-hmm. aspect, which you could kind of say is what Firefly is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, turns out Spike can do his own stunts. He gets some awesome slow-mo in this Hostiles or Loose sequence. It was great! And that's great. His slow-mo oh, so punching? Well oh my god, he did yeah. such a good job. I was so excited for him. <laughs> Michaela, I was so worried when I saw Graham appear, and then he gets tackled by a demon. Oh my god, And I was so worried Graham. about Graham. Turns out he's okay. He's okay later. I was so happy like, okay, that he was okay, because I honestly couldn't oh, yeah. remember, because I've never been this invested in Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I think to myself, you know, whatever. He's not horrible. So there's that. But no, I am very happy that Graham didn't have to die. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And maybe he doesn't get a speaking role in this episode because, you know, he's just shown shouting and shooting things. But uh, yeah, he's still great. He gets to shout and shoot and live. my favorite Inquisition man. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a solid guy, you know? He he does seem like a solid guy. He seems like who Rifi should have been best friends with. (laughs) Not Forrest. He makes a lot more sense. But it's just so hard when Forrest is always there, you know, putting himself in situations to hang out with you. <laughs> oh, that's true. <gasps> Rifi did not choose that relationship. It was forced upon him. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so... Buffy finds the secret lab. The other people start doing some magic nearby. She runs into Adam. He tells all the zombos to kill Buffy. And you're like, listen, buddy. That is Hundo P never going to work. They're still just people. He hasn't, he hasn't, like, sure, Forrest is now very strong, but the other ones are just people who are probably weaker than your average person because they're zombos. Mags comes at her with a Dremel, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, uh, you're gonna have to do so much better than that. And Rifi gets to do more wacky eye acting. <laughs> Buffy's like, this why is... would you talk to me? And his like jaw is kind of moving like beneath his skin and his eyes are flicking around a lot. <laughs> Poor guy, Because man. he can't talk to you, Buffy. <laughs> I don't know why I've done like Bane as Adam, but it feels it feels really appropriate oh for some reason. Oh my God, it is Bane, Adam. We should have just been doing that the whole time. Every time we talk about yeah. Adam, we have to do it in Bane voice. Are you scared now, Buffy? <laughs> Because, like, I don't know what Bane's motivations were, and I don't know what Adam's are. It seems really equivalent. Right? It's just chaos. (gasps) Okay, uh, yeah. So, like, at some point in this kerfuffle, Buffy smashes a beaker near Ri-Fi, and then, I mean, yeah, he's doing this great eye acting and acting as though he's restrained but isn't. And he uses the power of love to take the chip out of his chest and, like, overcome this... It's wired into his central there nervous system so many thing. problems and we don't even honestly i don't think we should bother there's oh i think we should bother super, because it's oh, my second segment, segment. the power of love don't take money don't take fame don't need no credit card ride this train it's strong and it's sad and it's cruel sometimes but it might just So he was he was shown this entire episode up to this point to not even be able to speak if he was not allowed to. And now because Buffy's there and she's broken this beaker, he's like, I can move my entire arm a lot. I cannot do self-surgery on myself with full control of myself. Like, I would not be able to take glass and cut into myself to pull out a behavior chip. He doesn't even know where it is, really. (laughs) He's got, like, a general idea. He knows vaguely where his heart is, and vaguely that Adam said something about some sort of thoracic something. (laughs) And, like, that's it. Maybe Rifi is minoring in biology? 
I don't know. I don't. Like, there should be so much more blood than there is. <laughs> oh, there's so, there's so little no blood. There's no blood. He cuts a huge uh, gash in his chest. Real talk, though. How many things in this show has the power of love been responsible for? Because Defo, we've got uh, Rifi saving himself and, like, cutting open his chest and taking the biochip out. Um pretty definitely the reason that angel turned his life around from being a rat eating hobo to like you know being angel even though that's really gross because she was 15 at the time it's and like so dude, much that's not... worse he'd only ever seen her oh it's so gross oh, but power of love power, Michaela, power of love. love then like next in the line of plausibility i'm gonna say angel coming back from hell might be power of love related <sighs> i'm i 100 percent think that's powers that be okay and then it's definitely a stretch for me to say that that might be related to how Faith came back, which also might be powers that be just like balancing the scales a little bit and having having some fun. But there's a <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that the power of love has been responsible for. And this uh, this is the latest one. And I think it doesn't work. This is the most unreasonable. And the angel mm-hmm. one is the grossest. Yes. <laughs> but like in terms of could this actually be the power of love i actually think angels is more reasonable than this letting him overcome this behavior modification thing and do self-surgery so that he can save buffy no no what else is it just like the power of will i absolutely am on the power of love train i just hate it i hate every second of it it's the worst train i've ever been on because it's such a bizarre plot device to introduce this episode and then have no real resolution for other than the fact that he gets over it (laughs) and you're like he just got over like can spike get over his chip Spike just has to do self-surgery. That's what he's been lacking this whole time. No, because uh, Rifi could move before this. Like, he can already overpower it. It's just taking it out makes it easier to do that. Spike can hurt people. It just That's true. hurts him back. And so uh, okay. he can... Well, I don't know. Spike's is different, though, because Spike doesn't actually control him. Like, this is controlling Rifi. It's not the same. Which makes it even better that it's a plot device that isn't consistent with the other plot devices that have been introduced and talked about. Yeah. Uh, so good. So good. And they, uh, they were talking about like having made real strides in this technology. And you're like, okay, Rifi's chip is a couple of years old when they're saying that. Like, how is his chip so much better than Spike's chip? Yeah, it's pretty great. So but Forrest is kicking some buffy ass. Uh, but here comes Rifi! Woo! He, like, straight up mercs uh, Maggie and Dr. Scientist and pour one out for both of them, I guess. But they were just zombos, right? It was gross. I mean, he does the most logical thing because they have these very (laughs) easy-to-grab blood tubes that are clearly giving them the ability to move around. And he just rips those out. And you're like, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Good good call. Really easy to kill. To be fair, he's been in here a long time just sitting and thinking. So I bet he (laughs) thought to himself... Hey, when I can move again, I'm going to rip those blood tubes out. Hell yeah. There's a really fun thing that Buffy does. Forrest gets her up onto an operating table and is like choking the shit out of her. Rifi comes up and Forrest starts walking around the foot of the operating table. Buffy just kicks him in the face because he's forgotten about her. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yes, I really liked that move. That was It was subtle. It wasn't even played for laughs. It just it was good. So Buffy... <laughs> kicks Forrest and scampers away, leaving Rifi to deal with Forrest. And she runs into Adam in his like final control room. This they is, have a yeah, fight. The final boss fight. This is he's gone to his final final Batorium, if that's what we want to call right. it. I would be comfortable calling it that. Yeah. <laughs> sure you would, yeah. Buffy snaps Adam's poke arm at one point. Yeah. And oh I I can make it through this sentence. I can do it. Good. Okay. Oh, let me hit let me suck myself up. Mm. And then Adam's other arm transforms into a minigun slash rocket launcher. I did it. I did it. He's been upgrading. I really did it. It's such garbage. I Oh, that's what I meant. So I had this sentence here and I'm like, what did I mean by this? Because I wrote, this has to be the most unrealistic thing ever on this show. And it must be that. Yes. Good job, past Michaela. Oh my god, it's such a... It's a garbage effect. 
it's a garbage thing to have happen. It's such it's utter such nonsense, nonsense in every way. It's the worst thing. It's worse than the mayor snake saying gosh. Oh. It's so much worse than the mayor snake saying, gosh. Yeah. So Buffy then gets taken over by the spell, which apparently doesn't incapacitate Adam as we've been told it will, but turns her into the avatar of destruction or something, because, sure, power of friendship is great, too. Um, It's interesting, um, and this is not my point. This is the wiki's point, I think. I read it somewhere. mm -hmm. So she's shown to have magical power far above what willow has so far been shown to be capable of true and you could maybe infer that this sort of is saying willow has a lot more like inherent power that she hasn't tapped yet and that is why buffy is so powerful when she's being sort of fueled by not just willow i mean the power of love obviously comes into play friend love here as well yeah yeah because it's all three of them and it speaks with all four of their voices yeah. right and she's got her weird Which is neat. her weird uh contacts in oh yeah and she's got um the neo powers she can stop bullets and things it's and so matrixy she turns the rocket that Adam launches at her into a bunch of doves, and you're like, oh, okay. Don't you just feel like she can uh, see the Matrix code? Oh, she can absolutely see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of read this as, like, a... some. She was literally the avatar of some sort of higher power that had come down to stop Adam, and that was how she was getting the, uh, the power, because, I don't know, it can be read more logically as it's just her friends doing this but then she also says like we have come to stop you from doing this thing and you're like okay maybe she's channeling some shit but they really have to make this a thing that they can't do all the time on this show because like next thing comes up and they're like hey yeah glory seems like really bad but what if we just do that thing that we did to kill adam what if i told you that they're gonna learn a lesson about what they did here (gasps) next episode Ooh, exciting. And so they Magic actually Magic does did, have a price. It, yeah, yeah. <gasps> so from that perspective, Yay! you're less mad, right? <laughs> I'm so much less mad. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I do like that Magic has a price because this episode, it does not have a price. And I was like, uh, but Magic should have a price. Oh, it will. Cool. Don't worry. <laughs> Forrest blows up. Um, and oh, I'm pretty sure he's actually dead now. my God. We need to go over the things that triggered me <laughs> in this scene. <laughs> Okay. So someone, presumably Dr. Scientist, has just left a bunch of cylinders loose in the middle of the floor like a bunch of bowling pins. He hasn't strapped them or chained them in any way. It's very dangerous. Uh, And then, and then, apparently, beating somebody up with a presumably steel cylinder that is flammable just makes it explode. (laughs) Michaela, your chemist is showing. (laughs) So, yeah, that that does happen. Uh I'll say that Dr. Scientist wasn't using all of his mental faculties in this moment. He was a zombo, right? So, sure, he's left some things in a bit of a state that he normally wouldn't allow. Yeah, it does get punctured at one point. And for some reason, Forrest looking up and seeing the word flammable is enough to cause a spark, which makes it explode. Right? Like, if the cylinder was punctured... Forrest isn't holding it anymore because it's flown across the room. Yeah. It's filled yeah, it's with high-pressure gas. <laughs> no, it's just like a little leak. Oh, my God. Oh, I've rewritten this scene. Cylinder okay. gets punctured. Forrest does not let go and <gasps> gets rocketed across the room to his <gasps> death. <laughs> he gets pinballed to death. <laughs> it's so much funnier. <laughs> it is good. Uh, oh, God. Or like his arms get ripped off by this thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're barely on. They've just been stapled. <laughs> oh, God. And then Rifi can make, like, looks like you're pretty armless now. <laughs> All those jokes. Need a hand? Can run up to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Callous, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's good, though. Uh, anyway, I'm pretty sure that Forrest is, like, for reals, he's dead now. Oh, the, yeah, Hundo P. We do get both Rifi and Buffy doing the same, like, jump over an obstacle to avoid a, a bad thing <laughs> uh, within, like, a scene of each other. Because B- Buffy does it to avoid Adam's mini gun. God, it makes me angry. And then Rifi does the same thing to avoid the explosion. But yeah, it's, it's good fun. Yeah, so uh, Rifi is successful and then Buffy sh- shoves her hand into Adam's midsection. <laughs> 
uh-huh. gets herself a nice power source. That nice handful of nuclear material pulls it right out, and we've still got an episode left in this season, but Adam is dead <laughs> as fuck. She, like, puts the power source in a pocket dimension or some shit. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It, yeah. Yep. All, all right. wrapped then, up. Like, Here, we're, we're done. Yep, that's it. No more <laughs> okay, episodes. Okay, so the magic folks' shitty barricade fails oh. because, like, they had just put a gurney in front of a door and expected that to hold against demons. Do you remember how bad they are at barricades? They are bad at you barricades, You had, like, a whole course. segment about them being bad at yes. barricades. Maybe multiple segments. Oh, they're terrible at it. They're so bad at it. God, I loved those library doors that could swing both oh. ways, and they would put one thing in front of one of them <laughs> and just leave the other one completely open. Ah, oh, oh, they were terrible at it. Amazing. Anyway, yeah, so, like, a demon gets in here just as the spell is ending. Spike hops in, beats the shit out of it, and then, like, saves them, in air quotes, because, you know, they all know that he's the reason they almost died in the first... He's part of the reason they almost died? He tried to get them killed. Yeah, he he constantly betrays them and then sort of helps them out so that they won't kill him. And it keeps working, so why would he it does stop, keep working. right? He's yeah. like, you guys aren't going to kill me, right? And he, they're really like, uh, we're too tired. Yeah. Okay, so this Inquisition experiment failed. <laughs> we do see that Graham is still alive. We see <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Defo dying. Oh, he yeah. He has the worst... Worst gun handling right? of anyone I've ever seen. He's a colonel. Paid to be a like a colonel oh in a TV show. My. Like, what's he just like waving it around one handed? He's like... got he's got one arm like out to the side, <laughs> just like he's starfishing, and then the other one he's got holding his gun, and it's just like waving around the all over the place. You're like, what are you doing? Anyway, he dies to demons, and uh, R.I.P. Lieutenant Colonel. And the government's going to hush the whole thing up. Classic government, you know? Classic government. Don't you feel like everyone on this council should be fired? Oh, yes. Right? Like, this was such a disaster. So many people <gasps> died. How much money did they waste? So they had, I think, 40% casualties right? with the initial release of hostiles. Yeah. That's not talking about, like, the rest of the season when they've been losing a drip feed of Inquisition <laughs> soldiers. They had 40% of their workforce killed just in this one event. The head yeah. of the entire thing was killed by her own experiment. Right, yes, who they could then not contain. <laughs> and then she was brought back to life, unlife afterwards. Yeah, like, they should all be fired. So fired. So badly. Yeah. But who's going to fire them? I guess. Because I'm assuming they're the only ones that know about this thing and they're like, fuck it, seal the records. We were never here. Anyone asks, I never had anything to do with this. Yeah, I guess that's how yeah. I guess that's how we do it. I uh. It's the same like born, like the Jason Bourne program, right? Mm. That always goes like just one level above where we've seen and then they're like hush it up and sweep it under the rug, it'll never come back and you're like, well, unless they want more money from this fucking movie series. Yeah, oh jeez. So yeah, that's our episode, that's our season all done. No, I'm I'm genuinely curious about next episode. Former boss podcast ruiner oh, no. mentioned he was trying to spoil things for me this time. What and a he guy. mentioned <laughs> that he hates uh the episode after Adam dies. All right. And I figured he was talking about Dawn. Right. No, but yeah. I mean he no. he really did not ruin it for you then. Like in the way that he could have. Yeah, he did not. Actually, so uh, there I was you a go. bit suspicious, but so like there the next we go. episode is wildly polarizing. As you might okay. think from yeah. the fact that this is a pretty strange structure for a strange season. Yes. And in fact, I'm going to let you know what Teeks's thoughts were about On next episode? about this episode. And about I mean, this episode. Okay. Let's, yeah. I'm also going to let you know what his thoughts are with the next one because God Excellent. knows he would write that Excellent. in this. Yep. <laughs> what do you think he called this review? Oh, the one where Adam dies. No, you are never. <laughs> if you guess this, you are Teeks. Oh, oh God! Uh, oh, I, I was gonna call that like straight off the bat. What else do we have? Okay, no, the one where Buffy fights Adam. Nope. No, is Adam in the title at all? No. <laughs> the one where Maggie shows up again. The one where Riley is controlled by a chip. This is the craziest Teeks title I think we've ever had. So, oh, lay it on me. I'm, 
<laughs> not gonna get there. The one with the merge. What? Because <laughs> that's what happens to Buffy and Giles. And yeah, Willow no, I get and it. And Xander, they merge. <laughs> I. <laughs> I do get it. Yeah. What? I really like this episode. <laughs> I actually think this should have been the season finale for this season, as I really hate mm-hmm. the, the real season finale. It was terrible. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> these are some harsh words from Teeks. Wow. So, I uh, see we'll, we'll go through this, it. and then we can talk about it a bit more. Yeah. But I really like this episode. I think it's a good end to Adam's reign of terror. Pfft. <laughs> 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 That is just not what it was. And it shows the gang all working together again. Okay, there is a sentence in here that has seven commas in it. Okay, oh, Jesus. Teeks, you have done yourself. Part of them, so most of them are in a list, but I'm still going to read it to you when I get there with as much like emphasis on them as I can. Oh, yeah. In this episode, Adam has gained control of Riley's mind. Actually, this sentence has a lot of commas too. In this episode, Adam has gained control of Riley's mind until he digs his chip out of his chest as it's controlling him. Adam sets his plan in okay. motion to create an unstoppable army of half-human, half-demon soldiers by getting the demons and humans to kill each other. He'll have a nice pile of fresh body parts for his own army. To stop Adam, Buffy, Willow, Xander, and Giles merge <laughs> themselves so they're all in Buffy's body because they need something from each of them, and this was the only way they could get it, if that makes any sense. <laughs> what does Xander contribute, honest <laughs> to God? They need him. Overall, I give this episode a 9 out of 10, which in my ratings book is Dang. amazing. That is undeserved for this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, Teeks, you're cray-cray, as always. I, like, I want to talk about how we feel about this episode personally, because I really do feel like it's very goodbye Iowa about a lot of it. It's... It falls very it, flat. It's weird. Well, it just, yeah. it's lacking. It has no dramatic tension because it doesn't. We don't. I never cared. <laughs> right. You don't care that Riley's in trouble. You don't nope. care what Adam's doing because he's boring and you don't know what his plan is. And then when you find out what his plan is, you're like, well, that's dumb. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's a shitty plan. Is that really the entirety of his plan? This thing that's been getting hyped up for nigh on three episodes now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. It's a disappointing episode. So the next episode is unlike any other Buffy season finale. Yes. Teeks hates it. Former okay. boss podcast runner doesn't like it. No, he hates it. It has an 8.9 on IMDb. Whoa. So there are people who like it a lot. And there are yeah. people who hate it a lot. So we'll see. Do you want to tell me how you feel about it? I like it. It's, oh, interesting. It's very different from the episode we just watched. <laughs> And maybe I just yeah. like it from that perspective. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, I think you know what it it's is. The it's the cheese. It's cheese. the cheese, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you. It's the one where they're all dreaming. <gasps> that is the season finale of season four of this show. Holy shit. What are they even doing? They've gone mad with power that they do not have. They've gone mad Guys. with power. They want, I think, so I don't know. And I, I mean, I'll do research for the next time. I think what happened <sighs> was they were like, hey, Let's do let's do a different thing. Let's try something else out and not have it follow what everyone expects. And this is what they did. The entire thing is a prophecy dream in different <laughs> people's dreams. And then it's all tied together by the cheese man who's just there to confound people who have been trying to see meaning in the prophecy dreams. Uh. Oh, shit. Okay, that changes some shit. So <laughs> Rifi is then in season five. He sure as fuck is. Yeah, they're not getting rid of him next episode. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's a lot to process right now. Yeah. Um, quickly, tell me what your favorite outfit from this episode was. Oh, shit. I mean, I don't have much to choose from. I'm going to go... No, it's a pretty garbage episode. I'm going to go cat shirt just for like... I'm really into that oh, yeah. cat shirt. I would wear that cat Fair shirt. Enough. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I like it. Uh, who won this episode? I'm still trying to process this cheese man shit. <laughs> so, it's... It's rare that I want to give Buffy a win. Mm-hmm. In the context of this episode, she does very well. She There are currently yeah. no consequences for this crazy thing they did. She kills Adam being... Oh, shit. That's what the consequences Being are, barely in danger, right? She just basically right. wrecks him. Her boyfriend is pretty okay, so that's good. And uh, the pesky Inquisition seems to be all wrapped up so that's good on forever yeah so unless you have a competition or a competing 
person. I think we say Buffy. No, I, I like that. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to feel about 42 minutes of utter nonsense. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just prophetic nonsense. And so it's just going to go on for so long. Here's the thing about me. I am interested in nonsense. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's really... Yeah, no, I know. I think it tracks that I'm going to have a great time. <laughs> I'm going to have a good time in certain places, but I think like by the end of it, I will be... <laughs> just mad. I will be weary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'll be exhausted, honestly. Potentially. Just like, holy fuck, I didn't get any of that. How are we going to do a pod about that? I fuck. think I think we'll have enough to talk about because it's not like you know nothing about that's true the next what's season. coming up yeah yeah i would guess they're putting things in there up until season seven mm. like sprinkling some shit through that you yeah you really doesn't pay off for a while yeah okay well that's that's fascinating i'm uh, looking forward to that one then i think <laughs> a trepidation trepidation's happening it's for gonna sure. be super different that's very that's different for sure oh man i'm just so glad that we're done with fucking adam and his bullshit yeah <sighs> okay well that's uh that's our episode look forward to the next one until then you can always reach out to mikhail or i via email beyond the at gmail.com on the reddit buffy.reddit.com or you can find mikhail or me personally on talk show a social media app that I have been assured was making plenty of waves in 2016. I'm on there at Jimmy Kimmel official. Michaela? I'm on there at show me the money. Make sure to hashtag all of that kind of topical, almost funny banter. Welcome to the Hellmouth, so we know you came from the show. And until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.